Hey, this is JT, and welcome to another episode of Life at Bethel, the good, the bad, and the ugly. This episode will deal with what's known as Family Night. Family Night is nothing more than a variety show where members of the Bethel family who have talents and skills, they will do a little comedy show, experiences, and playing various instruments. And in order to be on Family Night, you have to audition. So there's a committee of those who will be serving on the Family Night Committee. And what they will do is they will review whether or not they think that your act is a good act, whether they think it will fit in. And so once that's done, the individuals are selected, then they have rehearsal. And then a, a date is assigned, and they finally make an announcement to the Bethel family, coming Saturday night, we'll be in the Kingdom Hall having family night. For those who can make it into the Kingdom Hall, because it's normally packed. Uh, you get in, all the older Bethelites, senior Bethelites, as we used to say, the Bethel heavies, they get all the seats up front. The rest of us, we either will stand around the wall or we'll go into some of the overflow dining rooms. And so I remember my first family night, very pretty basic. The MC comes on the stage, welcomes all the Bethel family. And then he says, first act. And he may invite a couple down. Uh, we're going to listen to the brother and sister Betty and Frank Johnson. And they'll come onto the stage and they'll ask the question, so, Sister Johnson, tell us about your Bethel career. And she'll start off with some unusual story many times. I was studying when I was five. I was in field service when I was six. I was a regular pioneer by the time I was eight. And so you just have these all these basically bios. And, of course, you move on to the next one. And so this is basically the way it goes. Well, my second year for Family Night, it was a little different. In fact... When we walked into the Kingdom Hall, we noticed that there was like a little platform over on the side of the stage. And it was built up high with a little curtain on it. And we're standing around, we're waiting, and then the program starts. But there's no MC. There's no MC. And all of a sudden, the little curtains of this little stage up on the top that they had built on this little box, like, it opens up. And who do you see? We see the two grumpy old men, just like on the Muppets. And talking trash is what the two old grumpy Muppet men were doing. And they were just taking pot shots at people, even the governing body. One of the members of the governing body during that time, his name was Theodore Jarris. Everybody in Bethel knew Theodore Jarris was always serious. This man rarely ever smiled. And sure enough, that night, he was not smiling. And so the grumpy old men were taking pot shots. Such things as, I know Brother Jarris don't want to be here tonight, but he's here. I mean, those guys were going off because they had the freedom. They were hiding behind the two grumpy old men. I remember people afterwards saying, Jarris was not smiling. Jarris did not find it funny. But we did. We thought it was the funniest thing in the world. But the Bethel family, everybody else, especially all the young guys, it was the greatest thing in the world we ever seen. And so as the program moved on, we had different little acts. Uh, you had the little achy, breaky heart acts. And then we had the little country western acts and songs being sung. And then it happened. You see, the grumpy old men announced a dance troupe. And interestingly, this group, when they came out, they were in full costume. And they walked out on stage and they were dressed just like the lockers. And they came out with the candy cane socks, the shoes, the bib overalls like rerun, the little hats. And they took their position on stage. Now you might be saying, well, who was the Lockers? Well, the Lockers were a dance troupe from the 70s. 
They was often found on Soul Train, a television show back in the day. And as you looked around the Kingdom Hall, you could like, this is going to be on. This is going to be on. And sure enough, the grumpy old men announced, here we go. And then the music started. And the music was Herbie Hancock's The Rockets. And it was the most hilarious thing you'd ever seen. You could see the older Bethelites down front like, oh, Jehovah, oh, Jehovah, he's going to destroy us tonight. It was it was on. And they did the entire routine. And yes, for so many of the African-American brothers, one of the things that we knew this year, there was definitely a real brother on the committee to let this pass through. <laughs> if you go to Google and look up lockers, you will see the entire dance step that these guys perform. Yes, right on a Kingdom Hall stage. Over their head was the year's text. Yes, this was my introduction to family night for the second year. And so the next year, everybody wanted to come to the family night. I mean, you couldn't even get into the Kingdom Hall because everybody wanted to see what this program was going to be like the next year. And boy, we found out. The opening act, there were no Muppets. There was no Muppets talking trash. There was an MC. There was an older brother who was the MC. And he introduced the first act, and I'll never forget it. It was a sister who came out there, and she played the harp. And the next act, there was a sister who came out and she played the flute. And you could just see the air. You could just see the wind just taking out everybody's sail. I mean, it was just, oh, it was like, oh, man, what is this? And that is what family night became going forward. But, you know, it's, it's really interesting when you, when you look back at it. Because it took place in the Kingdom Hall. And I really want you to stop and think about this. As Jehovah's Witnesses, we were always taught that the Kingdom Hall was dedicated to worship. If you've ever attended a Kingdom Hall dedication, a new Kingdom Hall is built, they will have a special talk. And that talk is specifically designed to dedicate this Kingdom Hall to the worship of God. And I want you to think critically about this. Imagine if you had a Bible study and you go to the Bible study and the Bible says, look, I, I have a question. I, I, I want to ask you something. I was at church on Wednesday night. They had a program. They invited uh, individuals to come out for the program. And so the program that we had, it involved secular songs. These weren't gospel songs. These weren't Christian songs. These were secular songs. And people were dancing up in the pulpit. You know, what do you think of that? You know, the church is supposed to be the house of God. Now, if you were having a Bible study who asked you that question, what do you think the average Jehovah's Witness would tell their Bible study who is talking about these, these types of activities that were taking place in their church up in the pulpit? Well, we know what the average Jehovah's Witness would probably say. They would talk about is this a place that such activities should be carried on? But isn't it interesting that at the Kingdom Hall, we were told, all of us were told, that the Kingdom Hall is a place of worship. 
And yet, if a couple wanted to use the kingdom hall to get married in, one of the things the elders would want to know, what type of music will you be playing inside this place of worship? And if you wanted to come in with some jazz or something, that will not be permitted. The elders would not allow you to have that type of music. Instead, it would have to be some type of kingdom melodies, as they were. Why? Because this is a place of worship. That's what you and I would be told if we were putting on a wedding. And now here we see that the society, they can suspend that. In fact, many of you saw what happens at typically during the time of the international conventions. They turn the Kingdom Hall into basically a dance club. Well, you will have people on stage singing and dancing to what is nothing more than worldly music. And why? Because the society can suspend God's standards at that time. Yet, we would not allow a Bible study to tell us that this was appropriate activities in their church. We would try to point out to them, this is not what you would want to be doing in the house of God. And yet, at the Kingdom Hall, this is what takes place. We've seen the videos during the times of the international conventions. And when I was at Bethel, as you look back now, here's a Kingdom Hall. And basically, you're putting on a show. Putting on a show in the house of God. The society can suspend the standards and requirements of God whenever they want to. Imagine a body of elders who decided to put on a variety show at the Kingdom Hall, just like they do at Bethel. They would probably be removed. You see, the society operates on so many levels, on double standards. We can do this, but you can't do this. You see, as I look back at a lot of the things that took place at Bethel, I can see why they often would tell you, don't mention these things on the outside. Because many times their friends wouldn't believe it. And I remember telling people this. No, we, we, had, we, had, we had regular music up on the stage. And like, no, not at Bethel, not at Bethel. I can't believe that, Brother JT. But we did. And this is because witnesses are so conditioned for a certain standard. And so when they hear something that takes place that they're totally unfamiliar with, they find it very, very difficult to accept. And many of us, we know how that works. Oftentimes, when you present a Jehovah's Witness with information that they're not personally familiar with, the first thing that they do is reject it. They find it is unbelievable, therefore it cannot be happening among God's people. But unfortunately, time and time again, we have seen things have taken place in this organization behind closed doors that if people knew, they would see the other side of this organization. This has been JT, and thanks for tuning in to Life at Bethel, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, we invite you to subscribe to our channel and be sure to hit that bell so that you can receive notifications when we upload new content. Give us a thumbs up if you like this video. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.